Kiddushin Daf Nun Aleph Amud Aleph Uncertainty versus Paradox Kiddushin Shein Mesurin Lebiya In every area, the more nuanced your understanding of the area is, the more expert you are and the more benefit you get from it, the more pleasure you get from it. If you understand the nuanced differences between the different kinds of, of varietals of wine, then you, when they're blended together and you can taste all the different tastes, then you, you get much more pleasure out of it. If in music you understand all the different sounds and the different melodies and the different instruments and you can, you're listening to a symphony orchestra and you can hear each one and you can hear the nuances, it's much better. Uh, and the Torah does that with life. Looking at life through the lens of the Torah is a much more delicately nuanced view of life. And one of the areas we find this is in the area of, of doubt, of uncertainty. And we'll see that there are two different areas of uncertainty. And one has to understand when, you, when you're uncertain, which is most, most of the time with most things, isn't that right? We're uncertain about just about everything. But there are two different kinds of, there are many kinds of uncertainty, but in halacha today we're going to deal with two of them. Uncertainty created through insufficient information, and uncertainty created through inherent paradox. And those are two completely different things, and in the English language you say uncertainty. But in, in halacha there are two completely different forms of uncertainty that we treat in different ways, both existentially and halachically. And we deal here with Machlokas Abayah Verovah, and we've talked about the fact that Abayah and Rova disagree with each other 428 times in Shas. But really, their difference is, is one, and we've talked about that, that they, they have different worldviews. When you have a different worldview, you're going to argue on a lot of things. So, for example, what's going on in Israel now, you've got different groups of people with different worldviews. It's not that there's a machlokes about whether there should be legal reform. And there's a machlokes about whether you should have a mechitza in a public square in Tel Aviv. And there's a machlokes about whether the Haredim should go to the army. That's not, there's only one machlokes. There's a worldview. In the conflict and the tension between the value of democracy and the value of, of Torah, of halacha, which has priority. Is this to be a democratic state that allows people to keep Torah? Or is this to be a Torah state that allows democracy as far as it can? That's the only issue. And that's a very diff difficult issue to resolve because it's a worldview issue. That's why Abai and Rava couldn't just say, well, let's get together and agree. Let's, let's just agree to disagree. It doesn't work that way when your difference is worldview because then everything looks different. So to an Abai and Rava, the halachic worlds look different. And here we have another example of it. Very interesting case. Itmar, we learn in the Gemara, about two-thirds down of the Omid, Kiddushin she'en mesurin lebiya. If a person is mekadesh, a woman, who he cannot have relations with. And the phrasing here is quite interesting, and we'll, and we'll get into more detail of it. A person is mekadesh, a woman, he betrothes a, wife, a woman, but he can't live with her. Abaya, Omar, have a Kiddushin. He says, it's still Kiddushin, she needs a get. If she wants to marry somebody else, she can't live with her new husband nor can she live with anybody else. She needs a get from her new husband, and then she can marry somebody else other than a Kohen. Rova says it's not Kiddushin at all. She can marry whoever she wants, including a Kohen, because she's not married. So a different worldview about the situation. Omar Rova bar Ahina Izberali. Rova says, bar Ahina explained it to me, ki yikach ish isha uva Allah. The posuk that we've been working with for months and months and months is if a man marries a woman and has relations with her, they're put, they're put together in the same phrase. Clearly, the yikach has to be able to lead to relations. That's very powerful. If you've got a posuk, Rashi says the posuk just tells us that he says all that this tells us is I could bring a proof from the posuk, Rava says. He doesn't say 
the Posuk tells us, the Torah tells us, it says, Kiyika Kishisho Vala. No, it says, explains Rashi, all Rav is saying is, I could bring a bit of a proof from the Posuk. Why only a bit of a proof? The Posuk says, Kiyika Ish Isha Uvaala. Surely by Ahina is saying much more than, you can bring a proof, Rav. Surely by Ahina is saying, that's the Makar, that's the source. No, it says, Rav, that's not the source. The source is, 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 well, the source is logical. That's a, that's a bit of a proof. Why is it only a bit of a proof? Explains Tosfus because we've got the case of Chiyuve Lavin. For example, if a coin marries a Grusha, that's a love, he's not allowed to. But it's not an Isu Koris. But the Kiddushin works. So why don't we say you're not allowed to live with her so the marriage doesn't work? So you see, it isn't a, it isn't a generic thing that whenever the marriage doesn't work, then the Kiddushin isn't Tosfus. Says, to, to, says Tosfus, that's not what it means. What it means is when the Kiddushin, it's a beautiful differentiation that Tosfus makes. When the Kiddushin itself creates the Isu. The Koyan marries a Grusha. Who created the Isu? The moment she got divorced from her first husband, she became Asura to a Koyan. It's got nothing to do with a new man who wants to marry her. But in the case that we're dealing with here, which is where a man marries two sisters, and he says, I'm marrying only one of you. Just don't know which one. And now the problem is, each of them are potentially an Achot Ishto. Each of them are potentially the sister of his wife. So he can't live with either of them. That's the case we're talking about here. So Tosfa says, in this case, it's his action of Kedusha which creates the Isu. It's not that the Torah created the Isu and he's coming into it like a queen can't marry a Grusha and now he's marrying. That's not what it is. These are two women, both eligible. He could marry either one of them. Because of the way he phrased the Kedushin, he messed up. He created a situation where he can now marry neither of them. And that's why this, that's the, that's the specific case it's talking about. Because when Kiddushin doesn't lead to marriage, says Rava, that's not Kiddushin. When you make an act of Kiddushin, but you can't live with a person. That's not what Kiddushin is. And it's where your Kiddushin creates the Isur. If the Torah creates the Isur, that's different. So the Kiddushin works. She's got to get a get. But when your act of Kiddushin makes it impossible to live with the woman, your act of Kiddushin is contrary to the idea of Kiddushin. Well, how, how do you say this is a Kiddushin? It doesn't work at all. So that's a very good svara. That's, that's very logical. How could Abaya possibly say that even in such a case, even if you marry two women and now you can't live with either of them because they're both Safik Achotishto, they're both potentially sisters of his wife, in such a situation, why does Abaya say that's fine? Where does Abaya get that from? explains the Rashbo. Well, Abaya also doesn't say it in all cases. So, for example, says the Rashbo, if a man marries simultaneously a woman and his daughter, he says, You and your daughter are my wives with these rings. Now what is that? There Abaya says also, that's not a marriage. That, that doesn't work. So the big issue now in the sugi is the difference. Why, if he marries a woman and her daughter, that's considered ein besurin lebiya, even for abaya. But if he marries two sisters simultaneously and says, I'm, I'm marrying the two of you, I'm marrying one of you, don't know which one. We'll decide later. Or he doesn't actually say we'll decide later. That would be a different case. He doesn't even say that. He just says, I'm marrying one of the two of you. There says abaya, they're both mekudashot. The, the kiddushin actually works. They both need to get why is that different from the case of you and your daughter? That's the, that's the big issue on the sugya, how to understand the Rashbo. And the Avnimi Luim has a go at it, and a, a number of different Acharonim and Rishonim have a go at it. But the master of the sugya is Rabshimen Shkoh. And Rabshimen 
gives two, and, and, and it's quite amazing what one can access nowadays. There's Reb Shimon in Shire Yosher, which is a famous Reb Shimon. But I also found there's a sefer on Kiddushin called Ohel Chia, where they gathered together a lot of the um, Rosh Yeshivas and, and Gedola Akronim right until the present day on Masech the Kiddushin, including Kitve Yad. So they had some manuscripts of Reb Shimon, which we don't have published. And in those manuscripts, this all becomes very, very clear, and uh, it's published in the in the oil here, which I quote at the at the top of the second page. Rib Shimon says two important principles. The first one is about kiddushin. The second one is about sofik. Says Rib Shimon, the reason a buyer says that if he comes along and says you and your daughter are married, then there's nothing. Even a buyer says that's not a marriage, because what does kiddushin mean? This is typical Rib Shimon. He gets to the essence of what is kiddushin. Let's start there. This Kiddushin is different from other Kinyanim. Other Kinyanim, I do a Kinyan on your object, and it becomes my object. But when I do a Kinyan on a, on a woman, she doesn't become mine. What happens is the reason it's called Kiddushin, as Tosva says in the beginning of the Masechta, because of Loshon Hitler, she becomes forbidden to everybody else. Since she's forbidden to everybody except me, she's Mutera to me. That's how Kiddushin works. Kiddushin is not an acquisition of the woman. This is good for the feminists to understand as well. I'm not acquiring you. What the Kenyan does is it makes you forbidden to, to everybody else. I'm making you exclusive. I'm not acquiring you. I'm just making it impossible for you to marry anybody else. That's what we agree. That's what it is. If you don't agree, don't stick out your finger under the chuppah. That's what Kiddushin means. Now that you're forbidden to everybody in the whole world, I'm the only person in the world that you can live with. So let's live together. That's, that's how Kiddushin works. Therefore, says Reb Shimon Shkop, when I say you and your daughter are married to me simultaneously, what have I done? I've made them forbidden to everybody in the world, including me. That's not Kiddushin. That's just not the definition of Kiddushin. Kiddushin is, I've made you forbidden to everybody in the world, excepting me. By making you forbidden to everybody in the world, including me, that's not Kiddushin. And therefore, you don't need a get. You can marry whoever you want. You can marry a kohen. There's no, there's no get. That's the first principle of Rav In that case, so why does Abaya then say, when I say, you two sisters, one of you are my wives. So to both, take a ring for both of you. I'm going to marry one of you. That's what he says. Then says Abaya, it's a good condition. Now they both need a get. And neither of them can marry anybody else. Why? They're both forbidden to him. Each one is a safek, achot ishto. Each one is a potential sister of his wife and we haven't clarified which one is his wife so we don't know which is one is the, the, potential, the potential sister of his wife so that's, isn't that the same? Why should according to Reb Shimon Shkop's principle I've made these two women asurot to everybody in the world including me that should not be a kiddushin they shouldn't need a get why does Abaya say they do need a get? explains Reb Shimon because there are two kinds of sveikot this is the second principle of Reb Shimon one is you create a safek. You create a safek mekudeshet. You marry somebody in a way where the din is safek. The law is just as there is an asur and a mutar, something which is prohibited, something which is permitted, there's also something which is safek asur. There can be such a thing as a safek isur. And that's not because we're lacking information. It's because what you've, cre you've created a safek. It's not that, that as Rav Shimon says, Eliyahu Anavi can come and say, I'll give you the missing information. It's not about missing information. You've created a sophic. You've thrown a get at a woman, and it's like exactly halfway between you and her. Exactly halfway. You're not missing information. It is halfway. She's sophic Muguresh. 
If it was close to her, she would be Megureshit. If it was close to you, she would not be Megureshit. But it's on the boundary. It's just four amot from her and four amot from you. So what is this din? This is Safek Megureshit. Not because we're lacking information. We have all the information we need. We know exactly where the get landed. We exactly know exactly where she's standing, where he's standing. All the information is there. Safek Megureshit. You've created a Safek Eshetish. That's what you've created. But then there's another kind of a doubt where the only reason it's a suffix is because there's missing information. That's not the creation of a suffix. That's suffix as a result. You can have suffix as a creation and suffix as an outcome of missing information. So now I come along and I say, I'm going to marry one of you. We just don't know which one. He's not marrying both of them. With the mother and daughter, he's marrying both of them. There's no, there's no missing information. He married mother, he married daughter simultaneously. So we can say quite clearly that's not Kiddushin. But here he only married one. That would be a good Kiddushin. One is his wife and one is Achot Ishto. Those are their statuses. One of these girls is his, a wife and one of these girls is the sister of a wife. Our problem is we don't know which is which. So we're missing information. The Ritvo asks the question later on, why don't we say Breyer later on? He decides, this is the one I want to marry. Why don't we say that Breyer, you might remember, works retrospectively. Let's say that's the one he intended all the time and that it was reading. Others go into, into answering that. But here we're dealing with missing information. Says Rav Shimon Shkop, Abaya says the only time we use this principle of Kiddushin She'en Mesurin Lebiya is when, as Tosfus says, your Kiddushin creates an inherent situation of Isu Mahmat Safek. There's, there's a real issue there. You've created the issue. But when you haven't really created an issue, one, is one could be your wife. You just don't know which one. You haven't really created an issue, says Abaya. That's not called She'ein Masurin Libya. Because Ein Masurin Libya means when it's inherently impossible for you to live together. Not it's impossible because you're missing some information. And if you would get the missing information, you could live together. That's not called Ein Masurin Libya. And we see the difference in worldview between Abai and Rava here. Rava says it's just, just as it is. If you can't live together, I don't care why not. If the halacha doesn't allow you to live together, that's called Ein Masurin Libya. Rava is straightforward. You'll remember. Brisker approach. Let's deal with what it is. The principle is Kiddushin She'ein Masurin Libya. You marry these two girls, two sisters. You're not declaring which one you're marrying. You're marrying one of them, which means they're both Sofek Achotishto. They are both potential Arayot. Therefore, you can't live with either of them. I don't care whether it's because you created the Sofek or you did The fact is you can't live with them. If you can't live with them, this Kiddushin is an anti-Kiddushin. It's not a Kiddushin. It's not a Kiddushin that creates marriage. It says Abaya, no, just understand. get a bit deeper of it. Go a bit deeper into it. The reason that Ein Misri and applies means because your Kiddushin itself, as Tosva says, creates inherent paradox that makes it impossible to live with it. You made it impossible, not because you weren't clear, not because you hadn't made up your mind. You created a situation which doesn't allow for marriage. That's not Kiddushin. But according to Abaya, Abaya says, no, you didn't create a situation that doesn't allow for marriage. There's just a bit of missing information. If we had the information, everything would be fine. That's not called in Masuri and Libya. That's not what we mean by in Masuri and Libya. So we, we see a number of, of very beautiful things in this piece of Gemara. The one is the nuances of it. It's not just a doubt. They're different doubts. Have I created a, a doubtful situation that cannot be resolved with additional information because it's inherently paradoxical? Or are we just dealing with a situation of missing information, two different types of doubts? And the two principles of Rav Shimon Shkok, the way Kiddushin works is not, I am acquiring a wife, I am making this wife unable to live with anybody else, 
and therefore we can live together. That's an outcome. And the second principle of Rib Shimon Shkop is the difference between a sophic that is created in, inherently, as we said, as opposed to a sophic which is created simply by missing information. I've also included a piece of Rebbe Chonan Vassaman, who explains a little bit more clearly how Rib Shimon Shkop works with this idea that, that according to Abaya, in According to Abaya, to be considered in Masurin Labia, it doesn't mean just factually you can't live together. It means halachically, inherently. You've created a situation where the halacha doesn't allow you to live together. That's the difference between Abaya and Rove in their understanding of this piece of Gemara. So if you're learning the sugya, you'll find that learning the Gemara this way, Rashi, Tosfis, the Rashbo, and the Shurib Shimon Shkop clarifies the whole sugya and enables you to work through it much more easily.